The college experience on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by MyBookie.ag. Just in time for football season, MyBookie is offering up to $1,000 in free bets using the promo code SGP100. Up to $1,000 in bonus bets on your first deposit. Use the promo code SGP100 to play, win, and get paid over at MyBookie.ag. We're also brought to you by BetQL. BetQL is the only app you'll need to make smart bets this season. Line movement history, sharp data analysis, and a powerful algorithm that rates their best bets. If you're betting serious cash, you need a serious app. Head over to the App Store or the Google Play Store to download BetQL and make sure you give them a follow on Twitter at BetQL app. Yes. Woo! Welcome. Welcome to the college experience. My name is Colby Dant. <laughs> Colby swinging Dant base Dant. And in studio, we got Major Mud. We're live from Hollywood, California. We got these guys wearing a JMU t-shirt with the destroyed Virginia Tech 2116. Ass whooping in Blacksburg. <laughs> Give it up for former, former James Madison defensive back, current douchebag, the kiss stealing, sideline burrito smooth kissing. <laughs> I don't fucking know. I've been tired as shit, but I'm still here to do this for you guys. All right. The burrito eating, sideline kiss stealing. We're, we're changing that. The girl eating. <laughs> Sideline dick swinging. Yeah. Give it up for Patty C in the place to be. Hi. That is an introduction. <laughs> Bro, I'm on a lack of sleep. This is how much I care about the college experience fans. All right. Buddy, a lack of sleep is the college experience. You live it every fucking moment of your life. Buddy, me and Sean, me and our guy, Sean Green. Was it where we were hitting the road, huh? Tough. You know yeah. what I mean? We're going up there, going to California San tour. Hit the fucking Santa Cruz area, did two shows. Did Eureka last night? That's like a 12 hour drive. It's woke a up surprisingly at five. huge state. Yeah. Woke up at like five in the morning, did a show last night, was drinking, having a good time, talking to women, smoking, drinking, drinking shooting, popping, pushing, <laughs> <laughs> quoting Chris Farley. Um, but no, I got, a, I got like three hours of sleep. And then. We drove 12 hours down here and I'm here free at last free at last. I am free from doing a comedy show. <laughs> you are quoting fucking uh, MLK for the third week in a row. Hey, what better guy to quote? That's true. The master of freedom. Right? The most American of Americans. I love, I love me some MLK. And you know, right? what's almost as American as MLK college football. That's right. Week zero. <laughs> Holy shit. I mean, look, we got a lot of fans. Maybe this is the first time you guys are listening to the college experience. I'm hoping we have a lot of new fans, Patty C. Yeah. Mainly because if they paid attention to Twitter, not all, well, if they paid attention to any of us, I released our spreadsheet. Uh, we have 
three months of, of off season podcasts, just sitting in the vault. Oh, right? yeah. Mind you five and one, five and one as a collective Kobe D Patty C and NC Nick on the weekend, as far as FC or FBS picks are concerned. Yeah. I was about to say, I was like, cause FCS, I woke up Saturday morning and, and I missed the, 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 the Villanova game was already on or I would have been four and oh, yeah. right. Uh, but Villain, I, no fun as yeah. it's referred to on the East coast. They handle their biz, but I, I gave a, an extra tout, an extra play. Take Youngstown state minus the points against uh, Samford. Nice. And they clearly just destroyed them. With my did. guy, Bo Pelini. What was the spread on that one? Uh, two and a half. Well, it, 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 it jumped. I think the final when I kick off, it was at like four and a half. Oh, yeah. but regardless, if you would have took any of them, you would have covered old Bo. Cause they definitely had that one. Fucked up Sanford in Montgomery, yeah. Alabama. Yeah. Shout out to MLK. There you go. Then bringing it back. There's the payoff. Then if they're just first listening and you're wondering, Oh, well I just spreadsheet people have raved about you on Twitter. Well, it's because not only did I have Miami, Florida plus seven and a half points, which they covered and probably should have won the game. Yeah. If they could, I mean, look, they still they, no, that game played out exactly the way I thought it would exactly. Yeah. You called it by, I called it yeah, to the, to the yeah. fucking point. You said, I, I said Florida by four. I said Miami. Would get, look, I knew for a fact, like, and it's unfair to Vegas because they didn't see this when they had to put the line together, but I knew that Miami was going to cover the instant. I saw Michael Irvin's speech. I shit you not. I fucking knew they would cover the instant. I saw that. I knew they would cover when I did this episode two weeks ago. Fair enough. Head of the curve. I said, look, I know they're starting a freshman quarterback, Yeah, but let's be honest right now. I, I, I'm curious if that might've cost them because they were very vanilla on the freshman quarterback yeah. front offensively, not taking a lot of shots downfield. All that said, I thought Manny Diaz did a good job mixing, mixing it up. I didn't think that offense was bad. I just thought, yeah, you're uh, right. They weren't taking aggressive shots, but they got the tight end involved. Yeah. Right? I just think I don't. Can't say it was good. It was it was short you yards. At least take it was a few safe shots. I think that's yeah. how I think that's how you develop a quarterback though. I don't hate. No, weapons. I agree. But I'm saying, well, why not just start your veteran quarterback for game one, and then maybe when you go play an FCS school, who would be the veteran quarterback? Is Tate it Tate Martell, Martell? or you, you, Nikosi Perry? I don't know. Tate Martell has any experience. I guess Nikosi Perry has a little bit, but he sucked. Uh, I don't have a problem with how he did it, but. Certainly, if he wanted to win the game, he could have been more aggressive. Yes. But developing a quarterback, I like how he did it. Now, on the other hand of this, the other side of this is, once again, you're going to see the classic. Uh, and this is why we will be releasing our database top 25 next Sunday night, Monday morning. You'll be getting it. We do a real top 25. We don't believe in preseason. If you're a first-time listener, we do not believe in preseason rankings. That's right. A perfect example would be Florida. And, oh, I saw Felipe Franks on some Heisman candidates, uh, you know, p- some pr- projections for, for Heisman candidates. Yeah. He yeah. looked like the piece of shit quarterback I thought he was. Yeah. I'm calling a spade a spade. All right. Look, he almost gave, he gave, he almost gave that game away. He Neil O'Donnell. Yeah. In the Super Bowl, that pass in the fourth quarter late. That was ridiculous. Everyone thought that game was wrapped when they got the ball back with what four and a half minutes yeah. and literally 30 seconds later. Yeah. Now, and then Miami tried their damnedest to, to give that, it away. That's what I'm saying. Like, play the game by that offense lineman to recover the fucking fumble the next play, but it's still unbelievable. It's, a shit fest. That, it's week one type shit, but you can't tell me Florida deserves to be a top 10 team. 
Well, we don't know what Miami is yet, and Miami. I think Miami's still going to have a great year. Certainly sharper. I than, have Miami rated. I, I, if memory serves me correct, I think I have Virginia Tech with the easiest schedule in the nation. Yeah. Followed by Miami. Yeah. So I still think Miami. You're looking at a, like a nine and three season. Yeah. But does that mean they're good? I guess that's because a few years not, ago, it doesn't mean they're going to. They'll probably get fucking destroyed whatever bowl game they play. Yeah. Because yeah. they'll be overrated. Well, a few years ago, uh, I think it was two years ago. Mark Rick had him go like 10 and three, but I knew they were counterfeit. I even, yeah. I, I do believe I projected yeah. that they would lose that pit and they did lose that pit the final game of the season yeah. because I knew they were counterfeit. Yeah, yeah. Their big win was Notre Dame who themselves were counterfeit. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think Miami's going to have a good season and it will probably pad the stats of Florida's win. It will help Florida's win look that much better. But at the same right. time, I know Florida gets a bye week before they play T Martin or UT Martin. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, but you can't tell me that's a top 10 team. No, I would not think that that Florida is going to finish as a top 10 team. And look, I picked Florida against Georgia to get that upset. That's looking like a very stupid pick. I'll admit that right off the bat. You know what I would have expected from a Dan Mullen quality team is vast improvement from year one to year two for a quarterback as talented physically as Felipe a Franks uh, based on some of his quarterback uh, development in the past. But Felipe a Franks looking like a bonehead, both on the field and on the sideline, yeah. you know, you don't talk shit yeah. and look, this is what I do. I'm out yeah. here. Well, I, I'm out here. You're out here looking like a You're out here throwing fucking SEC interceptions straight to the yeah. defense, like in the clutch. But once again, my, I guess my point Patty C is really that it, that, that's the flaw of the, uh, the preseason rankings is now that makes it look like, um, it just, it just helps the credibility of Florida where they're one and oh SEC does it to the yeah. ACC again to open the fucking season. It's so obnoxious. It's so obnoxious. But, but are you know they what? good? Credit like, to the SEC not, for always winning the game. That's true. I will I mean look, I didn't think I wasn't ballsy enough to think Miami was going to win the game. So How about um I was right. The uh, most recent uh iteration of the Blades family in the uh Miami on the Miami sideline or on the field giving the double fingers to the player and fucking like yeah, you know, bonehead, yeah. fucking idiotic mistake by well, Miami. Well, they've, so they've been doing that for thirty years. So predictable, maybe even forty years. Yeah. Um, switching gears, uh, I want to tout. Okay, look, I I knew that Florida would win the game. Yeah. I just thought uh, by a field goal, I wasn't as on point as you. You said four, four, three. Um, tomato, tomato. Then I go over to one that I've been projecting since May. Yeah. When we were breaking down the schedules week by week, I said Arizona at Hawaii, and I said, you know what? I, when I, especially when I saw the line at like twelve or twelve yeah. and a half or eleven yeah. and a half, whatever it ended at. But I mean, early in the season, uh, like July, it was at twelve and a half. I think I might have taken Hawaii at twelve even back then, but certainly over the course of speaking with you over the course of the oh, I said money line, right? I said take Hawaii money line, which, which boom comes very through. much hit, very much hit, um, but. After talking, once I saw the spread, what, 11 or 12 was it? Yeah, I think at the time I texted you it was 11 and a half yeah. to get it on the spreadsheet. But yeah, I mean, that even was, that, I, yeah, that was a long trip I was, for a while. It was laughable. laughable. You knew Arizona's defense was being fucking terrible, you know? And lo and behold, Dude, it was. Here, here's the, what's unbelievable. And this is going to help our, our I, I think, potentially could help our angle on why we could grow fans is because we actually know what the fuck we're talking about. I, I think maybe, maybe we're full of shit, but well, I mean, I went as far as those two games, and look, I'm yeah. sure I'll have bad weeks and stuff and, and where stuff happens, but I can tell you this, uh, we were on the road, me and Sean. Yeah. I listened to a lot of serious, uh, 
satellite radio. I don't know if it was serious. I don't know what the fuck we were t- tuning into, but it was professionals sure. that were getting paid to project college football. First off, yeah. uh, the first show we were listening to said Florida will win by 24 points. <laughs> I know. Which I was like, what? I'm like sitting there like, how do they make that assessment? Right. And then the second show, which I believe was Bobby Carpenter, the linebacker from yeah. Ohio state and, and, and some other co-host said that, Hey, I'm projecting a, a team outside, outside of the top 25 that will finish in the top 10 because it's been happening a, a lot recently. Yeah. And he said that the Arizona wildcats are, and I'm like sitting there like this guy's a complete bone. They get really like, well, here's that, what that is. thing is going out to way more. Like we've built our listeners off of straight yeah. our work. Yeah. Like they've got that plugged in because it's go, just going out to the world because right. uh, you know XM radio or Sirius satellite radio it just hits a di- gigantic yeah. demographic. Right, right, right. I'm sitting there like, how the fuck do these you could people be get in paid? Fucking Timbuktu and tune into Sirius and you're gonna hear that. Ha- have they watched Arizona? Have they watched? Have they? Do they know anything about Nick Rolovich? Right. Right, right, I've been right. telling you guys all off season that Nick yeah. Rolovich is one of the slept on best coaches in college football. Yeah. And in time, I, I think he's going to have a crossroads because he, he, he went, he played quarterback for Hawaii and I think he's going to have offers very yeah. soon. Yeah. Old uh, alma mater is going to try and hold him down, but unless they fucking pony up some money, it'll be the same thing as June Jones. Yeah. You know, having a fucking skip town because they won't, what, what, what the recruiting budget is like, they can fly two, 50 G's, right? 50 G's. They can fly two people to <laughs> Hawaii, right? Which Hawaii is a talented enough state where it, if you have enough money to even just put a fence around Hawaii, you should be competitive. June Jones was but devastated. 50 grand is not even yeah. enough to put a fence. I mean, around that was Hawaii. like 10 years ago though. Right. But like Miami could come in for the best player in Hawaii or Alabama for two up. And like they could take a shit out of like their fucking <laughs> toe or I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about <laughs> and have enough money to steal Tua out of Hawaii. Yeah. Like, yeah. And his brother. Yeah. Um, but all for the day, it was three and oh, and then my lock Hawaii also covers. And then, you know, they did win money line, which yeah. I, which I projected. I said, I said, sprinkle some on the money line, do it. They're going to beat him out. Right. And voila, this is the college experience. Right. I'm going to, I'm going to give you a little flack for uh, something you re- revealed to me before the show. What's that? You're a fucking idiot for not plunking your money down in time. Uh, well, here's the deal for the under for Arizona on the win total. Here's the deal. I, and that was one of my, that was my lock on my, he puts a lock down on the motherfucker for, I'll gits. be honest. No, 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 no. I'll be honest. I was uh, at a friend's. So we went up to, we went up social, there. uh, social responsibilities. I, no. A friend's parents' house. Oh man, comics that that was not present with us. Yeah. Oh said, wow. So we went to his parents' house. They made us like a steak dinner. Now this is the college experience. Yeah. They they, they made us a steak dinner. It was fantastic. Yeah. But uh, I didn't get my bed in in time because because I thought okay, well our show's at nine. They want us to have dinner at six. Yeah. I'm not. Uh, uh, the game doesn't start till seven forty-five. Thought you would have a minute. Yeah. I'm gonna be like. The steak was too exceptional. And they kept giving me these cabernets. <laughs> these lovely people. Colby's fucking, fucking lovely uh, people. You know, sweet. I don't know if it's a sweet. Shout tooth. out what to Eureka, by the way. You and shout out to all the places, all the venues, the setup in San Francisco. People treated me very kind. DNA Lab uh, uh, in in uh, Santa Cruz. The, shout out to the comic DNA. Great guy, putting this up. And then a uh, special shout out to uh, the people in Eureka at the Henry Savage Comedy Club, which is a, was a great comedy club and or is a great comedy club. Shout out to Chris Durant 
for uh, you know putting us up and and uh, just really making us have a grand time. Colby getting the repetitions that he needs to make it to the top. Look, my old roommate who lived right here in the Hollywood studio, right? One Trevor Kevlo oh. is now the uh, or and has for a, a couple of years been the. Uh, what what do, you, what do you call his position over there? I'd say the owner or the 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 not he's not the, the manager owner, manager of the comedy venue, of the the, 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 dojo, the, of the dude, dojo of comedy comedy which is probably what the fourth best comedy place in there. You got the comedy store, obviously number one. You got uh improv, and then you got laugh factory, and you got the laugh factory, and now the, the dojo has risen to the yeah. undisputed number four spot in Hollywood. And he's been watching these comics, Whitney Cummings, right? Yeah. Kind of just there he now had, on fucking Netflix, Netflix had, special. He had Rogan there. He's he got Rogan. everyone. There. He's had a lot of good time people. I mean, yeah, yeah. He started fucking doing his thing. And, 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 then, he, and, and he puts on me and Sean's uh, sports uh, themed stand-up show called the locker room. How often is that? That's once a month, once a month over yeah, there so. at the dojo of comedy. Look, all I'm saying is Kobe D's in the game. Now, if you see Kobe D on Netflix in the short <laughs> near future, don't be fucking surprised. Uh, and I promise to uh, make some picks on uh uh, maybe Netflix is going to get in the gambling industry. Damn right. <laughs> We're going to get our own show. <laughs> Can we on get Netflix. a merger? All right. Look, before I dive into the rest of college, well, we got questions. A bunch of people want to know how big, you know, they're, they're impressed by our performance at week one, week zero, not even week one, but I want to get to a little topical news, Patty C, cause I had a 12 hour drive on the way here today yep. to Hollywood. And I can't disagree with uh, former athletes more more at all. I mean, yeah. okay. With the recent news, Andrew Luck announced that he was retiring yesterday. Sure. Uh, the Colts fans booed him cause he still showed up to the stadium. Even though word gotten out, he was retiring and he's not going to play. He, yeah. He didn't announce and it during the preseason the, and, and the Colts let him keep the money <laughs> for the year. So the salary cap hit. Yeah. Right. But I have no problem with them booing. And I think we're such a fucking pussy society. I sit there and I got into it. I got into it with, uh, Marcellus, uh, yeah, Marcellus uh, Bennett. Bennett, and I, I, I'll just quote his tweet because I think he's a maniac. But I, I, I actually, I'm not. I've never been a huge Gottlieb fan, but I will say Gottlieb said. Uh, well, Marcellus Bennett and his brother are both fucking colossal douchebags. They're 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 shock jocks. They're fucking you know. Well, well I mean, here's the thing: think like, what you may about where they fall on certain subjects, but there's I, a way to go about it, and they're they're fucking douchebags. They're assholes. I'm saying I can respect. Um, okay, you're you're an athlete. I respect that. Right, like you're somebody that could never, I could never perform at those levels. Yeah, right, absolutely. You are much better than I will ever be in any capacity there. Sure, but to think that, like, oh, we're not entitled to our opinion, or 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 uh, that you n- like necessarily know more about the fucking game or about like uh, what's right and what's wrong, just because you're fucking, you can run a four yeah. four forty at two hundred eighty so, pounds. So, so the quote, the tweet that he he that got me started in this like rabbit hole of arguing with a bunch of people. He goes, I'm not surprised uh, people booed Andrew Luck. I, I always say that fans don't see football players as humans. Most people take a week off. With the common cold, um, they, they want to boo this dude for making a decision for his life that truly has no personal effect on the fan as individuals. Which, Which is just a bunch of horse shit because like, okay, yeah. The fan as individuals are paying top dollar out of their own fucking pocket he, he, to see a first certain off Mar- Martellus Bennett. I want to tell you that you would like with all due respect, I don't know you, uh, but I'll say this is that like you have a image, like the reason why you're getting retweeted, the reason why you're, you're, you're verified on, on Twitter 
is because of the game of football and the fans. Right. If if that was not the case, X amount of followers gets you like uh, yeah, verified. Or yeah. Whatever. Well, and just the fact that like your people would ask for your, they would not ask for your autograph if you you were a fucking mechanic. Yeah. All right. So I think it's just coming off like such a prick. And then I saw that uh, that 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 Troy Aikman backed him. A bunch of other athletes. Troy backed Aikman him. has always been the biggest pussy ever. When it, as it really like. Re- refers to like concussions and shit. Well, here's the deal. It's like, look, I get it. Your players, you guys want to stand by one another. That's fine. Troy I get Aikman that. and Joe Buck belong together. I, but I, but I'm saying, I get that players want to stand by us. Comics stand by together. But also, at the same time, I do think we try to look at it from a bigger perspective and say, hey, without the people, we're fucking nothing. You're entertainers, of course. The people are everything. So, like. You're when trying I, to entertain I, I, them. I personally tweeted in the back saying... They're your clientele. I said, yeah, but the last time I checked, 60,000 fans weren't waiting for most people to clock into their into their job, right? Because uh, one of my biggest pet peeves is I hate the comparison of like, oh, well, this is this. You know, like, well, the, your average guy that works at Home Depot. Well, no, you're not the fucking average guy. Right. The average you're guy... A public figure. ...doesn't have fucking 30 girls... It's it's just very frustrating to me that, that that this can actually like in their minds they don't look at it from a bigger perspective. Right. Like, uh, here's the deal, and I I say to Andrew Luck, okay, if you wanted to do this, more power to you. If but I I think there's a right way and a wrong way to right. do it. Right. There's if, a right way to, and wrong way to do it. If you booked yeah. as the headliner to a fucking comedy show, right? Yeah. And everyone booked tickets to come see you, yeah. and you backed out last minute and said, "I yeah. retire." And yeah. all those people are ass out watching well, a bunch of fucking comics, bums. And, and and the other comics that had planned on being there as a show, but the show right. folds. Right. Then that's a dick move. Right. See, now you have a whole roster. You have uh, you know, practice squad, which I'm sure they'll name soon, and your coaching staff, and you know, everything front office wise to your fans all anticipating you to be one of the best five or six teams in the AFC. A and contender you do this shit eight days before. before the season starts or whatever the amount of days yeah. it is. It's pretty close to that. It, that's the bitch move. And that's what I find absolutely ridiculous about these, these, these athletes look, opinions. When he, when, when Colby read me this quote, I didn't even know. Colby said, I got a little nugget for you. I want you to like talk about it. Right. And I didn't know what he was going to talk about. And I, yeah. I heard Marcellus Bennett's quote and I was like, you know, that's fair, you know, whatever. And then I, it hadn't dawned on me yet that, Luck had retired for this season that he was yeah, no, not going to play this season. I would have zero complaints if it was like February, March, April. Like or if he was going to play this season Give your out team the chance. And give one more season like give, Bud Foster's doing. Yeah, give your team the chance, but it's a complete bitch move. When you do it eight days before the yeah, fucking season starts. Yeah, complete bitch move. Yeah. And, and I mean, people have placed their bets. Oh, well, the people got fucked over. How about this? People had gotten season tickets. People had gotten season tickets, I guarantee you. Yeah. Because they're title contenders that supposedly coming into the season. Well, the AFC outside of fucking New England. Yeah, and Kansas pretty City. Pretty wide open. It was I like guess they, Kansas City. I think they were the third or fourth odds wise to, to Yeah. And so you you now they're stuck with a lemon. I mean, no disrespect to Jacoby Jacoby Brissett, but I'm saying like they've done it so far they can't even sign Josh McCown because the Eagles had injuries. They signed Josh McCown. They're at the point where they gotta like get Sanchez or something. Like I don't know what the Sam Bradford. Right. But to to not see the bitch move in that. Right. And, and to have to, like, to me, the, the, the thing that's just so annoying is that they don't realize their privilege. Yeah. They don't realize their privilege. Right. Like, They're like, you guys should pay all the money yeah. that you have extra in your fucking account well, dude, I, to come see us, regardless of whether we play or not. And, and what's amazing to me is like, I'm on this, this 12 hour ride down, right? Yeah. Today. And every analyst on television or on a Sirius Satellite is siding with like, 
Well, yeah, those Colts fans were classless. No, they should have booed him. Well, everyone's they a should've fucking should've, pussy nowadays. They so. should have fucking booed him. All right, we're so I, mad. If, no, if I was in the crowd, I would have booed. Okay. Because it's bullshit. Okay. We, right? we, have, we have made our point, though. No, we no, no. It, okay. No, no, no. Because I'm saying it's ridiculous. We've made our point, but I want to dive more into it, okay? <laughs> okay? Because why is it that everyone has to back? I had another point I was going to say there, damn it. But I'm saying, like, why is it that, that everyone's got to say, oh, because they, they're blaming football. They're saying... Well, fo- men aren't meant to run, in, run, run into each other playing football. That's what one, one analyst said on television. Right. And I go, oh, sure. So, so what's boxing? What's, what's UFC? What's, right. what's hockey? E- every other fucking sport, you fucking dumbass. What's yeah. auto racing? Yeah. Are they meant to go 300 miles an hour in a car and hit a fucking wall? Yeah. I mean, our society is ridiculous yeah. right now. Just, just, just the, the, the fucking, what's the word I'm looking for? The, the, the lack of uh, personal... I fucking suck at talking. <laughs> we know that. Yeah. Awareness. Yeah. The, the lack of like, what, like what would you, what honestly like Martellus Bennett saying this thing and, and Troy Aikman saying this thing, but the lack of self-awareness where you're going to look in the fucking camera and like not acknowledge this double standard that you're fucking saying yeah. to the audience and, and just, and, and bold, bold face, just be like, yeah, this is okay. Right. For you to like retire because you're taking too much contact in football. But I'm gonna expect this fucking UFC fighter to fight till he's 38, and that's perfectly normal because the human body is meant to get its fucking face punched in till it's 38, but it's not meant to get take hits until it's 29. Which is it? Which is it? Well, you another, fucking- another thing is and now this now this we can switch sides to because I I feel like none of them touched on this. Mm-hmm. Andrew Luck's injury was not really cited as in a serious injury right now. Now I know he's, he's had some injuries in the past. Yeah, and I, I was shocked that none of these stations. I mean, I listened to hours of, of it today. Yeah. Touched on the fact that Andrew Luck's father is the commissioner of the XFL. No, no, now which, the conspiracy which theorist kicks off in February. Comes right? out of Colby Dan. I'm just shocked that they don't even bring it up because he, okay, my first thing was this. I was like, there's gotta be more to the story. Sure. Because why would he do it eight days? Why would he fuck over his team and his and his teammates like that? I wonder right? if he's waiting for that payday. Well, well, and no, it, no, because I, I think technically they could, the Colts actually said keep the money, but I don't know. I think he could have had a possible lawsuit with his doctors because I know he was mad at his doctors from the previous injury. Yeah. But Ursley's known to be a scumbag owner. Mm-hmm. Maybe he had a riff with Ursley, right? Yeah. And then the one that I really suspect that could be that no one's talking about is that his father is the commissioner of the XFL. Yeah. He, if, if, if he is truly injured right now a little bit, why not take a few months off? And if you truly don't like your owner... Yeah, the best way to get out of your contract right. is to not play in that. Not league. demand a trade, but yeah, not play get in that out league. Of the fucking league, yeah. yeah. And then sign with the XFL. Help come February, come January, I, dude. I was thinking about this. I would, if it was me. Yeah. And my dad was starting a football league, and he was the commissioner. Yeah. And I had one of the bigger names in the business. Yeah. Are, are, it's a no-brainer. Aren't they from Houston? Couldn't he? Uh, couldn't he go play for the Roughnecks? Wouldn't that be great? But isn't it a no-brainer? Yeah. Like, would honestly put yourself in those shoes? Would you do that? Yeah. I mean, I don't think I, mean, I, I don't like I, to I think wouldn't. I would piss off my whole roster and the fans and everything. But I'm saying, but if I hated my fucking owner, yeah, that, yeah, I'm that saying, might. like, say he was a dick, or say the medical staff you didn't trust, yeah, and it's like, yeah, you know what, fuck you guys. Especially, I can go play in a league my father runs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're looking; they're, it's a startup league. They're looking for a big name. Why not? Yeah, keep it in the family. I'm, I'm just and waiting fuck for the this. NFL in the process. Look, I was right on Hawaii. <laughs> Maybe I'm right on, on Andrew Luck. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Dude, that would be genius, though. You want to talk about uh, a, a league that would benefit so greatly. I just can't believe no one's mentioning it. Right. 
Like, do they not do their it's homework? A very and see obvious Oliver connection. Luck is the fucking head commissioner of the XFL. I don't know, Patty C, but I can tell you this, Patty C. Mm-hmm. We got some Twitter questions loaded up for you. Let's hear it. All right, we got this is week one coming. We're gonna talk Thursday and Friday college football games. Wednesday, we're gonna dive into the Saturday, Sunday, Monday slate. Yeah. But before I get to that, I want to tell you a few great things we got going on. All right. I want to tell you that the college experience is, is brought to you by mybookie.ag. It's football season, and mybookie is home to thousands of uh, preseason football bets for college and pro. NFL win totals, college win totals, Super Bowl futures, make playoff bets. They have it all. MyBookie even has unique player futures like first rookie to score a TD, first rookie to throw a touchdown pass. And don't forget to enter their uh, mybookie.ag NFL Super Contest. Only a $100 entry fee, no proxy needed, and $100,000 prizes or a prize guaranteed to first place. Uh, plus, every dollar they collect goes back into the prize pool. No rake, which is always great. Uh, that's rhyming right there. Besides their wide selection of bets, they're also offering up to $1,000 first deposit bonus using the promo code SGP100. That's right, up to a thousand dollars in free bets using the promo code SGP 100 at mybookie.ag. You play, you win, you get paid over at mybookie.ag. All right, Patty C. Now here, here is the word I was looking for earlier when I was at <laughs> a loss for the English language. It is audacity. Oh, it's yeah. audacity. It's gumption. It is. I went on fucking, uh, I just love like, like Martellus Bennett as much as like, he's a great, athlete i'm taking nothing away you're better than me at at your profession a thousand times over sure probably more than that but your whole house is paid off of those fans yeah your whole car is paid off of those fans yeah your twitter account and to your say followers that they don't deserve what yeah, they're paying for is paid off those fans right don't and they're so entitled even like troy aikman it's like dude your little fucking 1994 sega genesis video game you fucking maniac. That that would never have been a thing without the fans. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, do you think they would have just offered yeah. you that? Ask, if you were working at Best Buy, do you think you would have got that Ask that women's soccer or, like, yeah. women's basketball, like, how important the fans are to, like, their lifestyle. Yeah. And, 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 and I, look, I saw Jake Long follow through on this, and I get it. All the players want to form as one, and I get it. It's tough, and you should be in charge of your own body. Sure. But there's still... There's, there's a way to go about doing yes, it. Yes, there's a way that has class. And if you don't see the the lack of class that went on by 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 delaying this so late, yeah. then I don't know what the fuck to tell you. Besides, but, that's why we're blasting. I mean that, you know that, what I mean? that like, said, you know, we you can't control timing. Maybe he fucking really, really, really wanted to give his best effort and then finally decided. Well, and maybe that owner may, there is uh, to defend ourselves or to, to, to defend Martellus Bennett, maybe more so. Maybe I uh, maybe there is something with Jim Ursley that we don't know, or the doctors. I know he had his problems with the doctors, the first injury he had. And if that happens, I still say I'd you, like to, I, we don't know that right now. You can err on yeah. the side of fucking uh, but the fuck over your team. Yeah, if a week a week before the season, you're gonna yeah. make that announcement when yeah. you were the former number one pick in the draft. Like you're clearly one of like it took a him few to the playoffs last year. Like right. I mean, come on. It's Come a on. Short list. Yeah, whatever. Okay. Look, I mean, as kids, you I can remember uh I I I played uh, football and basketball at the same time and I wanted to quit one 
And my dad taught me a valuable lesson. I thought, or I think, yeah. is that, hey, you agreed to do this season. Yeah. You play it out. Yeah. You fucking play it out. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that's that's reality. Like, you gave them your word, essentially saying, I'm going to be there. Right. And this is on a, a, some some bullshit. You know what I mean? Who knows? The, the, the professional world's different. Like, if someone's, if, when you're an adult, fuck everyone else, right? Do what's right for you. And, and at the end of the day, that's for Andrew. That's Andrew Lust's decision to make. So fuck everyone else. But uh, but like, expect expect repercussions. Expect some, yeah, yeah. some some backlash. And expect like, to me, there's class. There's a way to do things correctly. And it's not to say Andrew Luck isn't a classy dude, but it is it is suspect. This was a a I, I don't know all the details. Gutless. At, from the from from this point on, looking in, it looks like a bitch move. Now I don't know other details. If, if we'll see how it all shakes yeah, out, but we'll see if anything comes. I don't to fruition, know but what could come to fruition that's going to make it look different. I mean, I, I can think of some things. Well, no, the, if the doctors, because that's legit, right? If the doctors were fucking him a couple of years ago and right. they, and he still didn't trust them, I get it. Yeah, I would have went more. I, but to me, I would lay all the cards on the table. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I would well, say maybe, if I'm retiring, maybe, I would be like, hey, maybe he's just that classy, but yeah, kind of well, doubt it. Well, I hope he goes to the XFL though. Yeah, I mean, uh, just for our own <laughs> shits and giggles, there we would love that. But uh, okay, he is a damn good quarterback. We got some Twitter questions, buddy. All right, let's finally get to him. Joey Rage Green. Yeah. He asks, "What are the worst Power Five schools that you guys think that the top tier coaches could win a national championship at? For example, perhaps Saban could win." a championship coaching a team like Cal, but probably not Kansas or UConn. Well, UConn's not a power five school, Joey rage green, but um, I don't think he could probably, I don't, uh, we saw Nick Saban at uh, Michigan state and he couldn't win a national title there. I don't think he, I know his early Nick Saban though, but I, I don't think he could win a national title at Cal. I think Nick Saban can go where almost wherever he wants now and win a national title. Well, I'm saying he has to go to a place in the sec most likely, uh, there's a few exceptions. Ohio Let's go State, conference Michigan. by conference here. Take a look with me here. Okay. All right. Watch whoa, the wires, whoa. though, man. Watch oops, the wires. Oopsie, oopsie. Oopsie. All. all right. Nick Saban, Urban Meyer, and who else? Dabo Swinney, or we just say Nick Saban, Urban Meyer? Are the, are, are the cream of the crop in college football as far as coaching and recruiting licks? Yeah. Standing alone, Dabo Swinney, until he does it somewhere else, maybe, you know, an anomaly, or maybe he's just yeah. found his little sweet spot at Clemson. But... Dabo Swinney or uh, Urban Meyer or Nick Saban in the ACC. Clemson, Florida State. Do you think he get done, get it done in NC State? No. No. Okay. Um, Miami, certainly. Yes. What about Virginia Tech? Maybe. Maybe. That's a maybe. I'm on the fence on that. I'm going to say no. Anyone else I'm in there? I'm going to say no, we can't. Georgia Tech? Virginia, no, the academics. I mean, the school would have to change a lot of their shit. Yeah, I think uh, also yeah. Nick Saban relies so supremely on maybe not academically uh, yeah. capable players. I would argue. I mean, have you? I'm a Jets fan, but have you seen Quinn Williams? <laughs> um, Big Twelve, Oklahoma, Texas, obviously, Texas, West Virginia, West Virginia, probably. So you think you can win a title at West Virginia? He's from West Virginia. There'd be a lot of pride there. I don't know. I mean, I don't think they'd be good enough to win at all, though. But yeah, I don't think there's enough recruiting He has to do it at a state school, like a, a gigantic blue blood name. 
I think he could get someone like Cal to a national because because that's a sleeping giant type. I, I might even say not, uh, not the way football's looking. Virginia, Virginia actually, I think maybe has a little more potential than Virginia Tech because academics. Uh, well, academics. I don't think academics play a role in Virginia. I, I, I had some friends at UVA. And I was like, you know, asking them, I was like, yeah, yeah, those guys must be smart. I still don't think he's good enough to. to and he to, was like, no, UVA football players are idiots. No offense. I, I don't think he's good enough to win a national championship. I don't think he's a good enough coach at that. I think he's great at Alabama and like these, like Oklahoma. Yeah, it's tough. Alabama's a fucking easy that, place to recruit. There's a to. reason why I did this write up, and I'm not trying to shit on Nick Saban. I'm, I think he's a fantastic coach and he's right. built a wonderful program, but I don't think he is a like as good as a head coach as, as Mike Leach, because Mike Leach can from win. an X's and O's yeah. standpoint, not, not even close. Yeah. From an organizational standpoint. Sure. But a lot of that, uh, from, I got schooled on his, his first, uh, his job at LSU. Yeah. And, and uh, what I essentially got schooled was how much the boosters played a role. Of course. Yeah. I, I'm not talking about, I'm not talking about playing. He's a people person. I'm not talking about paying he has players people illegally, skills. which I'm sure he did. Yeah. I'm talking about them building up that program as far as the first thing he did when he went to LSU was like, Hey, yeah. I wouldn't say he has people skills either. He has fucking yeah. Like administrative skills. So he is the ultimate CEO. What he's done at LSU and in, in, in Alabama to his credit, but he's, he's used his biggest boosters to build up the, the, the facilities, all this other stuff. That was his blueprint from what I've been schooled on by some lawyers down at LSU. It was his blueprint that and he couldn't even get that done at Michigan state. Right. That he had to go to this. That's what I'm saying. He had to go down there where they would throw that much money into the football program. Yeah. Which is probably a result of the sec getting much better because you give them the blueprint and other people can trace that. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I don't think all the schools want to do that and throw all that money. They might not have that money in the sec or no in college football in general. Yeah. Well, I mean, Harbaugh was like, how does not invest that much money in athletics? Sure. Har- Harbaugh was just quoted on ESPN saying, uh, you know, they basically cheat down there, you know? Well, I think, I mean, it's been proven. Mississippi state just got caught. You want me to believe you want me to believe it, Miss, it's always Kentucky, Mississippi LSU. state. No, but why is it always the weaker sec schools? Cause they're trying to keep up Auburn. No, 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 no. I would argue that they don't want to fight the big schools in litigation. Just like you saw them lose a, a, against North Carolina university, North Carolina university is a very powerful school. They have lots of oh, money. You're talking about the NCAA. Yeah. I'm saying they lost their, they tried to say, hey, North Carolina is, uh, you know, on. I will say this. It is absolutely, absolutely unbelievable that we haven't seen a sanction thrown at Alabama for recruiting it despite like 15, 10, 15 Dude, years. Dude, well, they don't, you don't think they don't do that on purpose? They always come down on Mississippi State. Since I've been fucking watching college football, it's Mississippi State every time. Yeah. And it's like, dude, I get it. They're probably cheating. Right. But the whole, you telling me? Alabama's not. You're telling me they're not. Get the dude, fuck out of here. Dude, and another thing is when you analyze, like, especially like University of Texas, they have endless oh, money. Cheating. They have, fucking Texas ass. and Texas A&M have endless money. Yeah. So they don't even want to fight those guys. Right. The whole, the, the coaching job at Texas is who can like, you know, deal with the, re, the, the boosters. It's like, that was what Mac made Mac Brown a, a, a national champion coach is quote, quote, national champion coach is his ability to fucking like glad hand the boosters yeah. and keep the recruits fucking flowing. So at J rage green 24, I'll say this. I don't think he could win it at Cal because Cal does not care enough about their athletics. They throw some money in, yeah, but they're never going to go all in. Like from what I understand and from the, what I've been schooled was that once he went to LSU, he met with these top boosters that threw endless money at their football program. Yeah. And I heard the same thing happen with Alabama and he had, and to credit Saban, he had this vision 
of this is why I went there. This he knows is what's going to yeah. make him successful. Yeah. And, and I'm not trying to shit on him completely on this, but I'm saying though, is that there's a difference. Yeah. There's a gigantic difference. And I don't think how, I think he would be right. pretty much like, it he'd took, be like seven and five, eight and four coach at it Cal. It took Nick Saban like seven years of having top end talent before he got away from like slamming the ball into the line of scrimmage and like actually having a somewhat uh, diverse passing attack. You know, he finally accepted that it was more beneficial for I mean, his he's offense. A, he's, I still think I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to shit on him. I'm just saying like he, he is not an excellent. I mean, he's decent. He's a good coach. He's a very, I, how, how can I say he's, he's a, he's a hall of fame coach, but he's discipline oriented, but not don't be like the fucking suits on TV and actually learn why. Yeah. Like, why did he go to those schools? Why? Yeah. And his salary was high, but why did who, who do you think's paying his salary? Wouldn't who do you think's paying his salary, by the way? Uh, you don't think that goes back to the fucking the boosters? boosters? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Um, Nebraska. Could he win at Nebraska? Probably because they would invest in. They think they think? would buy in. It's funny because that strikes me as just such a small state population. I just feel like there's probably alumni there. Yeah, like Cal. I know Cal Athletics does not ever try to make like yeah. they never try to go out and get the fucking big time hires because they don't want to throw money in their athletic department. It's well known. Yeah. Look, and by the way, let me just re- read through you his records at uh, at Michigan State: six five and one, six and six, seven and five, six and six, and then he had one season at nine and two. Yeah, not not overly impressive. That's what I'm saying, man. Right. And and look, I'm not trying to to take away what he can do as a coach. I think he's still a good coach. I'm just saying he's not okay. What about Urban Meyer? Could he win at Cal? He could win to a certain degree. If he just can win like, at Utah, he can win at Cal. Yeah, but I still think that that he was. He didn't a, win a national championship at Utah. Well, he, you know, he, he should have had a should, chance. Yeah, but he was also in the Mountain West. Yeah. And I will say that at Cal. As of right now, I don't think he could win the Pac-12. I disagree with you. I think Chris Peterson's at Washington. I disagree with you. I think okay. give a couple years of recruiting, Urban Meyer at California would have them. But you know, Cal's grades, and one of our fans always brings this up. Yeah. It's a very hard school to get into grade-wise. Is that right? Yeah. Well, certainly for the general education population, athletes, sometimes the exceptions are made. I don't know if Cal's one of the schools where that would happen, but... Uh, it could be. I mean, certainly Mar- Marshawn Lynch seems like Deshaun Jackson. Yeah, but what know. if he's smart? That would surprise me, but it's possible. I'm saying, dude, some, have you? I mean, look, we see him talk shit on the field, but it doesn't mean he's a dumbass. That he could. Uh, yeah, you'd bet against that. Where there's smoke, there's generally a fire. I actually think Marshawn Lynch is a smart guy because I believe he knows how to market himself. I don't know that that makes you smart in the classroom. I don't know. That, I mean, there's, there's different, there's street smart, there's book smart. And what I'm saying is there are plenty of, plenty of fucking like guys. We would consider book smart dumbasses that we would consider street smart fucking, you know, legit, you know, but that doesn't mean they get into Cal. But you're telling me like you think Marshall Lynch is a dumb person. I don't think so. I don't think so. No. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think he's a fucking knucklehead. I think he's funny as fuck, but I think, he certainly knows how to make the right moves to make, put himself in position to succeed in life. So it, that's generally the, the, the sign of a smart person. But yeah. I would say also, I mean that you're naming two players in 20 years. I'm sure there's a lot of smart dudes that went through Cal. So it, it, it might be harder. It might be harder. at Cal. It probably is. It's a fucking maybe in 25 years, public Ivy for, I'm sure there's a lot of dumbasses that went through Cal. 
Maybe you're right. I'm saying Urban Meyer could not win a national championship with Cal. Well, agree to disagree because I think if Jeff if Jeff Tedford could get them to eleven and one, Urban Meyer could get well, them. Well, once over again, the Washington was incredibly down those years. Washington State didn't have Mark Lee. Didn't Cal Mike beat Leach? Washington last year? They did. There you go. What? Uh, Fucking Justin Wilcox beat. If Justin Wilcox could beat Chris Peterson. Urban Meyer can beat. No, you definitely can, but I'm saying the the competition in the division. The, the it's a harder North division. It's much harder. It's gotten better. It's gotten better. When when, when Tedford went 11 and two, yeah. Harbaugh was in like his first year at Stanford. Yeah. They were garbage. Washington was winless. Yeah. Washington State was like a one and eleven team, without a doubt. Yeah, without a doubt. It's so it is. Mis- and I love Tedford, but I'm saying I think Urban Meyer would have a hard time. Yes, yeah. but I think he could build that program. I still don't think they go undefeated. But they're the not going to invest like that. Yeah. But here's the thing, uh, like. Having watched UVA sports for long enough, when you get when you're able somehow to sign that fucking masterpiece of a coach, all of a sudden you start to invest. Tony Bennett, case in point. Yeah. Like UVA basketball floundered in mediocrity well, or worse for like twenty years straight. And sometimes you get lucky with the alma mater. Look at Nick Rolovich at Hawaii. Yeah. Or or, you know, uh Frost at Nebraska. Yeah. But okay, we answered that question the best we could. I'm gonna say the worst school that he probably could would be like, I think Kentucky would buy in. You think you'd win a national championship in Kentucky? I do. No. Because I think the boosters from basketball would transform to football. It's true. And I think they would pay the shit out of saving their that's facilities. That's such a steep mountain yeah. to climb though. But I think you could do it. Well, that's, that's very high praise for Nick Saban. And I think they let everyone in their schools. I, and I, I think th- they're, they're always willing to break the rules. Like <laughs> That's true. There's zero qualms whatsoever. Yeah. Okay. Next up at, uh, at Mr. Jack's three, one, nine, two, one, eight, four, seven. What am I a fucking cop right now? Huh? <laughs> what am I? Uh, God, uh, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Fucking, uh, what do you got to go through the, the fucking right. little code on the walkie talkie? Yeah. You're giving them the old, uh, uh we, we got a, we got a three, we got a, Three one nine two uh, one eight niner four there? seven uh, going on here in uh, uh, Westwood. Please uh, send back up Jesus. <laughs> all right, I'm joking, Mr. Jackson. His name is Mr. Jackson. Twitter handles that Mr. Jacks with all those numbers. I'm not going to recite that shit again. But he asked, "What is the most underrated team going into Week One? Best game on the board for a money line shocker?" Mm, no, I'm going to have to take a look at this. I can tell you my one. He asked after that, Oregon State question mark. Mm. Let me take a little gander at this. I mean, I feel like BYU is a decent shot at a money line shocker. I know, but he said the best, which I'm going to tell you. When you say the best, you mean the most likely to be a shocker or the most likely to pay out? I'm assuming he's saying the payout. Okay. Uh, I'm assuming. Wisconsin and South Florida stands out. What is the most underrated team going into week one? Best game on the board for a money line shocker. Um, there's a few. There's a few that I would not be shocked at. ECU going to NC that's, State. That's my one. Yeah. That's my one. I feel really uh-huh. good about that. Eastern Washington has a little chance against Washington. I wouldn't take it, but. No, nah, I don't think that's going to. I think South Florida, Wisconsin. I'm going to give out a couple. I would not be surprised if South Florida beat Wisconsin. Not South Florida is a at veteran home? team. They return a lot of players. Charlie Strong's a good Six, coach. Sixth year starting quarterback. Um, <laughs> 15th year starting yeah, quarterback. Yeah, pretty much. Blake um, Barnett. 
East Carolina, NC State, it's a rivalry game. NC State's lost a lot, including their offensive coordinator, but a lot on the football or on the front and the, the backside. North Carolina's not. Uh, North Carolina had a lot of close losses last year. It would not shock me at a neutral site if they beat South Carolina, who is up but, and down. But, but that, I mean, even with that, I agree. But that's an eight point. I'm yeah, trying to go that, double digits. You're trying to you're trying to get the huge payout. I'll say the the Fresno State. Fresno State USC, it's at 13 and a half, which I think is a crazy number. That's it. That is crazy. That is right? fucking nuts. And I'm going to throw a few, a few other that, ones. That's out it there. right there. That's, that's probably your best one. It, yeah. right? I'm going to just throw a few others out there. Liberty getting. I was looking at that Liberty, one too. Liberty Syracuse. Syracuse yeah. gets all this hype. You got to go to Virginia and take on Liberty. But I can tell you this that place will be lit. Yeah. Their fans show up to these games. Is it? Right? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Liberty has like some fucking some followers <laughs> for sure. Big time. That wouldn't I mean, look, it's you like, might say it, a cult following. Well, and, and, and that's uh what's his Hugh Freeze's first game coaching. You want to get the fans excited about the hire? Yeah. Get a big W against Now, the I really don't think they can win this game as like as, as value-wise, but the fact it's on the road. Dude. Virginia Tech laid an egg at fucking Old Dominion yeah. last year. Uh, and then I'll give I'll give out a few more that I Boise, think. Florida State seems obvious. That's Boise nice. is starting a freshman now, though. Ooh. I thought they were starting redshirt senior Chase Cord. I thought junior Chase Cord. They named a true freshman starter. I am more skeptical of that game now. Who's favored in that Oregon Auburn game? Uh, Auburn. Auburn. Let me ask you this: What do you feel about Wyoming against Missouri in Laramie? Well, getting seventeen and a half. The, well, the, to cover certainly. Yeah. Um, but Houston, getting I don't 24. even know to cover. We're going to see who Missouri. Houston getting 24 at Oklahoma. Eric King had 50. Yeah, that, that's ridiculous. That's a very safe bet, but take, he's, he's talking, but he's talking money line, money line. Can Houston pull the upset? Yeah, they can. They absolutely can let fucking Jalen hurts. Have a tough day. Pass if army can send him to overtime. Yeah. 100%. Houston can go. So I think your angles here are this, and I don't know if I'm going to give you uh, my number one is Fresno going to USC. I would agree with that. Yeah. Number two, I'm going to say East Carolina, (sighs) NC state. I'm going to say that's a little, little personal bias there. Okay. You're going to go Houston, Oklahoma. Number two. Uh, I think that's a good one. Look, I already gave out a double digit lock. I think Boise at Florida state should for favor Boise, but no, no, but I'm I'm trying to do a double digit. He said biggest payout. Okay. So you, you talk about a, a double digit lock like I gave on Hawaii being a twelve point dog to win money line. Mm-hmm. I will say, I mean Liberty has got to be up there, but give me you, the, your South Carolina one's close. It's at eight eight. And Take a, half. a slight flyer here. Akron Illinois. Yeah. Oh, that's big time. sixteen and a half. Oh wow, yeah, dude, that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Take a little flyer on a personal bias for Patty C and say JMU to, to go into. I mean, Morgantown's uh, we're gonna tough. Get to, we're going to get to that in a little Morgan bit. Morgantown's tough. We're going to get to that in a little bit here. Um, another thing, Colorado State getting 13 against Colorado. Yeah, I mean, that, that's, certainly. That's happened a lot in the past. I wouldn't like, say money line, but. No, but he's asking money line. So. But uh, no, no. As far, as far as like in state rivalries, like. I very much expect that to be a one possession game and that Colorado yeah. state could end up winning. I'll say this to answer your question. So I don't just give you 400 fucking answers. I will say, I'm going to say the East Carolina pirates are going to give NC state all they can handle. And I'd say throw a little bit of cash 
on the East Carolina Pirates. Second, throw a little cash on Fresno State money line. Yeah. If you parlay both and they hit, you're doing all right. You're going to be doing more than all right. Mike Houston has a lot of work to do right out the gates, but uh, he seems to have his shit together. So we'll see what he got. We'll see what he has. That's the NC State losing a lot. So and their OC. Yeah. Quarterback, running back. Mainly the quarterback. Maybe mainly Finley. Offensive line taking a hit. Yeah. Uh, Okay, next up at Sam Giants 28. By the way, thank all you guys for these questions. This will be a normal ritual we will do every week. So uh, if you got any questions, fire them away. Says, is it worth putting money on James Madison money line against West Virginia? Still waiting on the line to come out. Well, I might be able to help you out with the line here. Let me see first off. If I can pull out this data. Let me say before you say this, what I think this game is going to be. Okay. I will. I'm not guaranteeing that there's a line out on it yet, but I West Virginia, I have a few places that West I Virginia by seven and a half is where that line should be. Let me just see what I can pull up here. Neil Brown. No, West Virginia's offense is if it's anywhere near as explosive as it was under uh, Dana Holgerson, then you would think that that line should be bigger. But assuming Neil Brown goes with a uh, ground and pound. I'm getting it right now at West Virginia minus seven. Minus seven. Okay. I'm going to say take the take. Well, here's the problem. That's where it should be. That's where here's be. the problem, Sam. James Madison's breaking in a new coach. Yeah. Now, that, now they got tough. a veteran quarterback. And they got a veteran team. Looks like a good coach. Yeah. He seems like a good coach. He was winning at the, where was he at prior? Citadel, I think. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to say take the points. I'm just going to say that right now. Take James Madison in the points. Well, I think that James Madison is... Maybe even money line it, because it's an overhaul. Hates West Virginia enough. And it's an overhaul of the system. And they're system. becoming a good enough they're, program. They've only had a month in the system. You see Jimmy Moreland at the Redskins right now playing corner and just fucking yeah. like looking like playing an all-pro. Ball. Yeah. Playing ball. They're starting to produce some talent down in Harrisonburg. Um, I'm going to say take the seven. I wouldn't touch it. I think that's where the line should be. Take the seven. I like where your head's at. I like your encouragement. You're not even going to say take the money line after all your bullshit. All offseason. Look, I'm trying to I'm trying to win our fans some money here. Okay. Well, I'm trying to win you a fucking... I want to swing the big dick energy, but <laughs> I also... It depends to go with your sorry ass. Jeez. All right. Look, next up, at Hardcore Ham. And he has the dull, the Homer Simpson dull as his uh, handle. Really, really hot girl at a bar says, come to my place and fist me. That's all you're going to do, though. Do you leave with her? <laughs> what are the alternatives? Sit at the bar and continue drinking, which I think I, I would go for. It is college football on TV. Uh, that's very true. Right? If there's college fucking lacrosse on, do you? It depends. Look, I, I feel like the honest college experiences. Pussy always supersedes college football. No, not always. That's no. very, very, very hot. Pussy supersedes college. Football. Even depends on that. It depends on the game. Depend. Yes. If you're, if you got depends Florida on, state, depends Miami, on, look, there's a lot of hot both in the top five. There's a lot of hot women. No, out there. no, no amount of pussy supersedes that. There's a lot of hot women out there that are terrible humans. And maybe they're they're You don't know what's said. That doesn't matter. I know. I think I'd still fuck everybody, right. but I'm saying I still, it depends. Yeah. I think you're right. It depends. Situational. Yeah. This question has a lot of fucking caveats. Yeah, you need to be more specific. <laughs> Write us next week and we'll answer it. Right. 
All right. Uh, we move down to, this is uh, two questions. A from our guy, Mario Santiago at Mario Sa 0446854. What am I fucking unlocking something? <laughs> Jesus Christ. I got stuck with an extra digit. I was Patty C831. I should have been Patty C83. Mario. Look, Mario. How do you get stuck with 50 extra digits? Mario Lopez, I love you, dude. (laughs) But Jesus. What do you put your phone number on the back end of this fucking thing? Come on. This fucking guy. Uh, Okay. Uh, He has the same question that also Kyle Moore, 07. You you got balls, but why not add the extra zero and go James Bond, you crazy bastard? (laughs) I'm joking. <laughs> Kyle Moore, you're a good son of a bitch. Mario Santiago, you're a good son of a bitch. I, we love you here at the college experience. We just like to have a little fun. Uh, both the questions here is this. Mario says, UCLA, Cincinnati, chip on the road, covering three? Question mark. Kyle says, thoughts on the Cincinnati-UCLA game? I have Cincinnati minus two and a half, and mm. it's taking all my willpower not to pound the number. I can tell you I'm on the other side of this. I'm taking the points. I'm taking UCLA. I think revenge is 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 a dish all, best served yeah. ice fucking cold. And Robinson is colder ready. than Westwood, maybe. I don't know. In August, <laughs> uh, probably not. Actually, um, look, this is a tough game to call. Cincinnati had a great and consistent. Well, this year is why last you year. stick to your guns because you called for UCLA to win. This I game. did call, but yeah. did I call them to win it by more than three? They're the dog. Are they talking about they're the dog? Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. I think you got UCLA here. Yeah. They are the dog, buddy. I think Luke Fickle has to prove it like that he's an elite level coach. He's had three seasons as a head coach. One was what, six and six or six and double seven? Check. Yeah, they're the dog. They're they're, they're getting they're four and eight. And points. then like they had a great eleven and two year. You expect some I'm on the Bruins. You have to expect Chip Kelly at a fucking power five school to develop. I'll that say time. this. This is a hard game though. I don't know that I love this game, but since I it's don't. Thursday, I love Cincinnati, so I don't want them to lose. Yeah. Since it's Thursday night, I probably will bet on this, but I, I will say, as far as like the way I, f- yeah, I'm going to bet on this, but I'm UCLA saying UCLA by six or seven. Yeah, I think UCLA is going to get the win there. Okay. Next, UCLA by six. Next up at uh, Sidewalk Bandit asks Would you rather do an eight ball with Gus Johnson or a martini with Keith Jackson? <laughs> Gosh. Would you rather play eight ball or do an eight ball? I think I know what he's asking. <laughs> yeah, play eight ball with and Gus. Pool, that ball that would be very terrible. He's just screaming while you're playing. Well, you know, I've met Gus Johnson. I have my you own have. personal experience yeah. with Gus Johnson. Tell us about your personal experience with Gus Johnson. I mean, look, he was very friendly to me. <laughs> to you. Yes. I'm going to get some of this but little he, cake here. But he wasn't very friendly to uh, to his lady in the pool. <laughs> I don't know that it was his girlfriend. I don't know what the rapport was. I can only tell you. Hey, if you're if you're looking to not like rat out Gus Johnson, you're not doing a very good job here. Okay. Let's assume it was his wife if he has one. I don't think it was. Oh god. I don't think it was. Miss Johnson, if you're listening out there. It's not his wife. At least I'm, he was ninety nine percent sure it's not his wife. But I can tell you, I think I'm gonna go with the martini and Keith Jackson. Gotta agree. Look, Look Gus would his voice might be great if something really dramatic happens at the bar. But I think he from I'm judging from one experience with Gus Johnson. I'm saying otherwise. Look, Gus Johnson as an announcer, fantastic. You need to save fantastic. it. Save it for yeah. the fucking moment. Screams a little too much. I am really? not. You're yeah. not a Gus Johnson guy. I, know, I like him. He he is. He one makes of, the game so much more dramatic. He's one of the best when like 
you know, the, the moment is dramatic, but it, it, it's like the boy who cried wolf. You're fucking screaming at a the 42 12 game late in the fourth quarter. I'm like, all right, dude, I don't. I'll still take that over boredom. I won't. I want. We're on different sides. A of this person one. who fucking understands the moment. He blow. He busts his nut early. You know. Well, then you should really like. No, well, I do like that. Uh, <laughs> Keith Jackson. Keith Jackson toward the end. Same thing with like uh, Lee Corso. Holy shit! Like uh, Lee Corso is better than Keith Jackson. Lee Corso had a, like a stroke or two, so like. You know, I, I, I give him a, but like talk about being too old for the TV. You mean Lou Holtz? that too. Look, I take Lou that Holtz back. Had a glass of water in his mouth when he was talking. That's true. I take that back because these people are legends. our heroes and they are like, and if you ever come yeah. on the college experience, trying and to shit, shit on, on Lee Corso, my guy Lee Corso, but that guy, I mean, he is a walking like idiot basically at this point. Whoa, whoa. I'm going to need you Let's back off to back the fuck. Off. I'm sorry. I'm right? sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. Here's another question is thoughts on Memphis and Ole Miss respect, respect where it's due right now. Lee Corso is a right, greater human being than right I'll ever now, be. I'm seeing the line for Memphis, Ole Miss 9am sat- Saturday on the West coast kick Memphis minus five and a half. I think Memphis is going to get the win. Say that again. Uh, he, Sidewalk Bandit asked your thoughts on Memphis versus Ole Miss. Yeah, we had Memphis uh, for a minute. But how much do you have Memphis winning by? Because it's Memphis minus five and a half at the moment. I don't give them that. I give uh, Ole Miss to cover that. Last time they played when Ole Miss was talented, Memphis won by more than five and a half. I got the Tigers getting it done. Give me Rich Rod coming in. Yeah. Like you you can. Bullshit Rich Rod. You can see a tad turn. Okay. All right. Now we got one more question before we got to answer our Thursday and Friday games. Give me Memphis by three. All right. Well, you you have a week to think about. You have you have three days. Maybe to think about four. That. You have three days to think about that because that one's not going to get answered until the next pod. But we, I mean, you answered the question at the moment. What you thought, and that's what what's. Well, Memphis is hasn't done anything. They're they're like the Memphis that was led by uh, Justin Fuente. You know, sure they win their games, but I knew when they hired Justin Fuente at Virginia Tech that that was a mistake because. He had he he had a balanced system. Okay, he had run, he had pass, but it wasn't absolutely explosive. And lo and behold, at Virginia Tech, that but offense, Beamers was never explosive. Sure, that offense improved, but it never had a thing. It never had a real identity of like you see it and you say, "Oh my God, they can do that really, really, really well." Well, they they relied on balance. And probably a little bit of a talent advantage, which I don't know well, if they well, had when well, he was in Memphis. Ask Ole Miss what happened last time they came into Old Memphis, FedEx Field, or wherever the fuck that when is. When was that? Was that under Fuente? That was under Fuente. They took an ass beating. Ask UCLA what happened when they came into Memphis under Norvell. They Who took, was uh, Josh UCLA's? Rosen was the QB. Yeah, but that offense sucked. Well, they still were good enough to beat A and M that year. Fair enough. Look, I'm not saying Memphis is a bad team. I'm just saying that I think Rich Rodriguez is a better coach than Mike. I Rodell. got Memphis by ten. All right. All, All right. right. Last question from Dan Lifshetz. L i f s h a t z. Very interested to hear you guys' thoughts on this Tulane Florida international game, considering how much you guys like both teams. Dan, I'm gonna tell you this: we're gonna get to that right now. When I we have to we're going to predict right now all of our Thursday and Friday games, and before I get there, I want to tell you that the college experience is brought to you by BetQL. 
Want an, uh, want an advantage over the house this fall? You need to download BetQL, the only app you'll need to make smart bets this season. BetQL is already, already on board. It has sharp data for week one NFL games. So if you want an inside edge for who the pros are backing, you need to check out BetQL. And that same sharp data is also available for week one college football. These very games that we're talking about. There are some very big point spreads, and you might be a little bit surprised which side the, the, the point spreads, the sharp betters are actually backing. You can stay up to date with uh, all the inline movement. BetQL is right on top of it by the minute. And track lines leading up to the kickoff. BetQL's powerful algorithm provides rated best bets each week based off of a detailed analysis of recent and historical team trends. And if you live in the New Jersey or Pennsylvania area, you can claim exclusive offers. Use BetQL's data to make the right bets. Head over to the App Store or the Google Play Store to download BetQL. And make sure you follow them on Twitter at BetQL app. Boom. BetQL. Welcome to the Andrew Luck XFL. No, okay. Throwing Look. big dick energy at you. Patty C, I'm not covering all the FCS games. Uh, I, I put one FCS game on here, or two FCS games on here because I thought... They're relevant. There's a few on here. All right. All right. And this starts out this Thursday night. We have college football. And I rated these by best games to worst. All right. So I'm going to start out with the worst. All right. Worst games to best, I suppose. Okay. On We'll start out on Thursday, and then I'll go into Friday's action. All right. Wagner at UConn. This is a terrible game. I know Wagner sounds like some type of lawn tool, <laughs> but I'll say this. They're getting 17 and a half points. In New Haven. Easy bet. If you're going to bet this game for whatever reason, Wagner is the safe bet. Look, uh, I know our guy. I'm drawing a blank on his fucking name. Uh, uh, at Wagner? I don't know. The coach know. at uh, UConn. Uh, Randy Edsel. Edsel <laughs> okay. is fucking, is due. You know, he's a disciplined kind of guy. Uh, look at Rolovich. He went 1-11 in his first year and turned it around for a winning season in year two. Um Maybe Edsel's up to the same thing. He's proven he could do it at UConn before. So maybe take what I'm saying with a grain of salt. That said, they were so fucking bad last year. And Wagner was pretty decent. That <laughs> 17 and a half points looks like a pretty safe bet, even on a cross-country trip for Wagner. Okay, next up, Albany, the Great Danes at Central Michigan. Central Michigan only won one game last year. John Bonamigo's gone. Great name. One of the best names in, in college In comes Jim McAway. Why is John Bonamigo got to be yeah. gone? <laughs> and he won a lot of games the year prior, I might add. Uh, <laughs> that's kind of bullshit. All right. Uh, Albany at Central Michigan. Central Michigan minus 12 points. I'm going to say give me Central Michigan to get this done. <sighs> they had a tough year. My fantasy year. team has a guy named Jonathan Ward. They're running back. So I am one of the Chippewas to get this done. Isn't, an all, isn't Albany a decent uh, FCS? Uh, I don't know their. I don't recall their record last year, but uh, over time, I think they have been decent. It's twelve and a half. No, twelve. Twelve. I'm gonna take Albany. Ooh, Albany to cover. On the Great Danes representing the FCS. All right, this one we we go with Coach Stitt. Yeah, Bob Stitt's offense coming in at the uh, Texas State uh, Bobcats at the Texas A&M. How much are they getting? Aggies. 33 and a half. Ooh. Ooh, big game, Bob. Going with Texas State. I'm going to ride AM here. I think AM's going to get this done. How I'm long gonna... has Stitt been there? This is his first game. Come on. Give the guy a little credit. He's an innovator. He's going to have some tricks up his sleeve. 
Don't be surprised if there's a within 20 points. Okay. I like it. That's a ballsy call, and I like I it. I don't think that's going to be. I wouldn't put any money on that. But okay, but, but 33 and a half. 33 yeah. seems big enough. Uh, okay, this is an interesting one that I want to know. What the, I don't even know what I'm picking on this. Northern Colorado, the Black Bears at... I don't know, actually, maybe it's the Golden Bears. It's the something Bears. Some, every, Northern Colorado Bears at San Jose State. <sighs> San Jose State minus 10 and a half. Northern Colorado had a decent basketball program, right? They did. They, and then their football team, you know, Vincent Jackson's from Northern Colorado. That's the third string quarterback on the uh, Minnesota Vikings currently is from Northern Colorado. Okay. And what's the spread on this at San Jose state, San Jose state minus 10 and a half. Mm. I'm going to say, give me Northern Colorado. I'm going to say, give me San Jose state. Love the contrast. I'm curious to what NC Nick will pick and we'll have all these for you on the spreadsheet that we will release every Friday night. So you can bet on the same game. Well, this one will release on a Thursday morning since these are Thursday games or potentially a Wednesday night. But we cover it all for you at the Sports Gambling Podcast. Make sure you go over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Check out all of our data, articles on all types of sports and, and whatnot and what where to handicap things. Uh, Central Arkansas at Western Kentucky. Western Kentucky minus eight and a half. Central Ar- Arkansas is a good FCS school. What are you thinking? I mean... I think just on program, you know, clout, I got to go Western Kentucky to cover I think that. I'm going to go Western Kentucky, but I can tell you this, Pacey, I don't like it. I'm not going to lie. I'm not like a fucking sharp on either one of these teams. I'm like, yeah. what is Western? Who's, who's, who's running the show at Western Kentucky? Uh, I believe they brought in a new head coach. Um, pull it up real quick. I, I'm off the top of my head. They They fired the Notre Dame guy. Yeah. What the fuck was his name? They got Tyson Helton over at uh, Western Kentucky now. Yeah, I like that That's hire. Helton's, uh, yeah, I like brother. that hire. I like that hire. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Western. Kentucky. I'm gonna go Western Kentucky too. Um, I don't know how I'm going to. Central Arkansas is decent though. I think we're like seven and four or something. Yeah. Uh, Georgia Tech at Clemson. Ge- Clemson favored by 36 points. I can tell you, I'm taking the Yellow Jackets. Yeah, me too. I, I thought in my head, if this is any more than 28, I'm taking Georgia Tech. 36 points. That's I'm all lot. over that. You tease that, you can get that thing up to fucking 45 points. You telling me Georgia Tech's going to lose that bad? Yeah, that's, that's absurd. That's absurd. I mean, I know it's a new coach, new system, 45. triple option. Look, to, 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 I just think there's no way. Georgia Tech has enough talent on that squad where, like, even on the most vanilla of a fucking team, yeah. if they can execute with any kind of discipline, if they can just get five. Like if they can just take a Tecmo Super Bowl playbook, right. take eight plays yeah. into the game and make these motherfuckers play pick them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Kent state at Arizona state, Arizona state minus 25. The flashes. I'm all over the golden flashes. Here. You are. I am. I like what this coach is doing. The former offensive coordinator of that, Syracuse. Uh, fucking Edwards is big into the old uh, starting a true freshman blowout situation. Twenty five. Ew, that's a very accurate spread. Vegas making it tough. What are you taking? I'm going to take Arizona State. Whoa! I love this contrast. I can't wait. I mean, I, I'm already undefeated. <laughs> I got a feeling after Thursday I'm going to be oh, undefeated. Man, I, if you're undefeated after Thursday, I'm going to have a very bad day. Okay, so. This is a this is one I'm very interested in. South Dakota State Jackrabbits at the Minnesota Golden Gophers. Minnesota catching or giving away 14 and a half. 
to the Jackrabbits. I'm going to South Dakota State. Yeah, Easy. I'm all over South Dakota State yeah. there too. I'm curious if NC Nick will bite on that too. Yeah. Uh, and then we get to the question at, at, at hand that came from this Twitter question. Florida International at Tulane, Tulane minus two. Oh, this game is about the hardest game I have on the slate for yeah, Thursday. Who's, uh, who's Tulane's coach again? Uh, Willie Fritz from Fritz, Georgia Southern. That's yeah. right. That triple option. That's uh, Florida International with fucking uh, Butch Jones. Yeah. yeah. Ah, it's at Tulane? Yeah. This that's is a, a tough hard game, game to pick. Man. This is a really hard game. You're a Tulane believer. I'm an FIU believer too. I just read their. I have them as a lock on my over. Look, my pride is saying FIU, but there's something that's telling me that uh, that fucking Tulane is a smart play here. Uh, I I'm gonna go Tulane, but I don't like it. I'm gonna go Tulane as well. I don't like it. It might be by a field goal. I don't know. I I, I don't feel I'm encouraging you not to bet this game. (laughs) Right. All right. UCLA at Cincinnati. I've voiced my opinion on this Cincinnati, uh, uh, giving away three Cincinnati could even win, but I doubt it's going to be by more than three. Um, I am, I'm on UCLA. And I think you are too, right? Yeah. And shop around. You might be able to get that three and a half. Always better if it's a field goal game. Utah at BYU, Petty C. Utah minus five. Are we betting or are we just having fun here? This is the bet. This is the bet here. We're handicapping this. Still, give me BYU. I'm going BYU too. Yeah. Too much hype on Utah. Yeah. I think BYU was up like 21 to three. It's the exact same thing as Florida, Miami. Exact same thing. There's too much at stake for fucking BYU to lay an egg. Okay, now comes Friday, and I got these rated worst to first. And then we can get the hell out of here after this. Rice at Army. Army minus 23 and a half. Give me Army. I think I want Army, too. I think triple options. Houston by 70. So. <laughs> um, UMass at Rutgers. Rutgers giving away 15 and a half. <laughs> Give me Rutgers. You're on Rutgers. Give me Rutgers. Oh shit! I think I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna ride UMass. <laughs> Talk about a shit bowl. Talk about two teams that should 15 be fifteen and a half too high. FCS, right? There. I don't feel good about Those that. Those are two Colonial Athletic Conference teams, right there. Dude, Rutgers went, went, went to a BCS game not that long ago. No, did they not? They were top so. ten not that long ago. They were in red number two for a week, like they went 15 bowling years three ago. years ago. <laughs> did they really? Or four years ago? When did they file? file. When did they fire Kyle flood three, two, three years ago? He took him to a bowl game. Wow. Um, Tulsa at Michigan state, Michigan state, 22 and a half point favorites. Give me Tulsa. I want Tulsa. I think too there. Yeah. Isn't uh Michigan state bringing back their quarterback though? Bring back everybody. I'm still on Tulsa. Michigan state doesn't blow out. Teams. Yeah, that's true. Especially teams that have like pretty uh, explosive offenses. Typically. Purdue at Nevada. Purdue minus 10. Purdue at Nevada? Yeah. Giving 10? Uh, give me Purdue. I'm going to go Purdue as yeah. well. I think they're going to get it done. Yeah. Slippery game, though. Yeah. Uh, this is uh, one that uh, one of our fans asked, and I think I might have missed it on the on the questions. I'm going to pu- go to try to pull it up right now because I think I missed 
if memory serves me correct, I read someone earlier today while I was driving down the fucking Interstate 5. Um, here is the question. Where are we here? Where are we here? That's five hours ago. Okay. This Bohemia Pilsner. <laughs> pretty fucking delicious. What the hell is Bohemia? Is that a place? Buddy, okay, this is from uh, our guy at Young Raza 98. Yeah. John McDevitt, great guy. Great man. Am I crazy for liking OSU, Oklahoma State, over Oregon State minus the 15? And I'm actually seeing that number right now at 15 and a half. Oklahoma State at Oregon State. Oregon State catching 15 and a half I wouldn't see you're crazy, but I wouldn't bet it. What are you going to take on this? We pick every game here at the college experience. Oh, is this a Friday game? Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm going to take Oregon State. To I am too. Gonna yeah. take it. Even though I have Oklahoma State playing for the Big 12 championship, I'm going with Oregon State to get this thing covered. All right, Colorado, Colorado State, Colorado minus 13. It's, it's in it's Denver? It's in Denver. Colorado State. He's on Colorado State. I'm on my buffs. Getting it done. Old Mel. Game one. Yes. All right. Now we got two more games left. Utah State at Wake Forest. Wake Forest giving away three and a half points. So Wake Forest is favored by three and a half. It's a long trip for Utah State. New coach, but he's been there before. Look, I'm I got Utah State potentially on the money line. That's <laughs> not a bad play. Yeah. This is a uh, damn good game. I can't wait to watch this give one. Give Utah State. They're fucking down to bite the big dogs, let alone a Wake Forest. Take the money line on Utah State. I'm calling it. I'm going to look. If it's at three, I'm going to say this. Watch this number. If it's at three, I like Wake. I'm not. I don't feel comfortable giving away three and a half. Give me Utah State. Um, Wisconsin at South Florida. Wisconsin minus 13 and a half. I'm going to take South Florida. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you Do know what? Know who's, uh, you know what? At- I'm going to switch. I'm going to go Wake. I've been backing them all year. I said they're going to catch their over six. Big Clawson, Clawson guy. I'm gonna, I don't like it. I hate that number. I fucking hate Utah that number. Utah State, you think, look. They got a money quarterback, one of the better quarterbacks in the country. Fucking, they're, they're, they're the tough kid on the playground. Yeah. They're the undersized tough kid on the they playground to, to, that wants to punch you in your fucking face. And they come into little, like, Winston-Salem. 25,000. Oh, right? yeah. It's like, hey, we play football. in a damn high school stadium. But Dave Clawson's going to have the boys ready. They they do throw the ball around. I don't know what I... I they throw know. the ball around. Honestly, that's the hardest game. That's the hardest offense. game that we've had to do. Had to do. Yeah. I don't know. I, I part of me is now thinking because I, I don't saw, touch it. I'm going to take Utah State. I'm going back. Flippy floppy. I thought I, I just don't know where to go on this thing, man. This thing <laughs> that, is, is that a mess. says leave it the fuck alone. That says it's a fucking mess. If you get it down to three, I like Wake, but I'm like I, I see this as like a twenty to nineteen game. <laughs> right. Maybe twenty to seventeen. Yeah. But the three and a half, the hook. Yeah. I don't feel that. You got comfortable. a favorite Utah State there. Uh, okay, guys. This is week one. If you got, please tweet us. We have uh, for questions on uh, the games on Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Labor Day, obviously. Uh, let us know. This is the college experience. You can find. Please, if you can just, I want you guys money. If you listen to me, we we're, we we would Do you guys really like money. Appreciate. Appreciate it. <laughs> I'm Elmer Fudd over here. 
<laughs> uh, we would really appreciate it if you left us an iTunes review. Hey, I love all the fucking followers, by the way. Are you getting a lot? I'm getting a lot. A nice. lot of sympathy fucking followers. Now, now what you need to do is actually answer my fucking tweets when I tweet you, you piece of shit. I like right? them. I like them. I'm a busy man. Oh, my god. I'll, I'll answer. I'll answer. Well, you know what? Now that there's fucking... Look, you asked for the, you asked for the cavalry. A- you got the cavalry. All right? What's the cavalry? All those followers. That's the cavalry. What did I say? Cavalry. Look, I think that's a place in Canada. Well, I've been there probably. Yeah, you have. You probably that that might have been the place where uh, I got it confused. Right? Right. That <laughs> might have been the place where you're up in the woods and some <laughs> random broad was trying to bone you while her. Uh, Look, you bu- want the cavalry? Uh, boyfriend was uh, in the other. Do you room. want the cavalry? I want the ca- cavalry. Yeah. All right, the cavalry is coming into <laughs> Illinois. L. Illinois. <laughs> Right. We're gonna They're gonna wreck shop as many words right. as possible. This is the college experience, guys. Honestly, if we would really appreciate it if you could uh, leave us an iTunes review. I know some of you guys have. Please tell a friend. I think I, I honestly believe it's Calgary. I'm a fucking idiot. Look, too. I'm gonna sound arrogant as fuck here, but I really believe in 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 the product we give you here. I really do. I think we're a better college. I, I I tell my my bosses this all the time when they ask me stuff. I say, hey. I listen to uh, pretty much every college football podcast I can get my hands on. Yeah. I don't find one that previews all 130 teams, win totals on every single team that goes in depth on UMass's defensive line. Look, there are few, you know uh, I mean? few motherfuckers out there as gangster as we are. And I believe in our product. And I think even though week zero was a very small sample, you can tell five and one, five, five and, and one. one. There we go. This is the college experience. If you can find a uh, sports gambling, we're on the sports gambling podcast network. If you, in case you're wondering how to leave an iTunes review, go to your go to your shit. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com. We even give you the option iTunes review. But if not, if you want to go into your iTunes search window, type in Sports Gambling Podcast Network, you will see the college experience. Make sure you include that in your comment. And on Twitter, uh, we're at the SGP Network. Uh, and Patty C is on Twitter at Patty C831. I'm on Twitter at the Colby D. Got a bunch of stand-up shows. If you're in uh, Manhattan Beach tomorrow, Monday, uh, August 26th, I'm at Poncho's. Great, great comedy room there. Come on out. Peep a show. This is the college experience. Patty C, you want to say anything else on Thursday and Friday's games? Hey, we have finally arrived. We had a nice little fucking sample. I can't wait for that Utah-BYU game. A nice little appetizer, but the entree is on its way this fucking week. I can't wait either. Let's go. Woo! This is the college experience. You better start thinking about yours.